This program is made possible by Bible Way Media, overseen by the Uliga Church of Christ in Uliga, Oklahoma. You are listening to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Ol. Hello, ladies. I'm Lisa Earl, and you are listening to the Diligent Teacher Podcast. Matthew 23 begins by saying this. Then Jesus spoke to the multitude and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. Therefore, whatever they tell you to observe, that observe and do, but do not do according to their works. For they say and do not do. For they bind heavy burdens hard to bear and lay them on men's shoulders. But they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works they do to be seen by men. They make their phylacteries broad and enlarge the borders of their garments. They love the best places at feasts, the best seats in the synagogues, greetings in the marketplaces, and to be called by men, Rabbi, Rabbi. But you do not be called Rabbi, for one is your teacher, the Christ, and you are all brethren. Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father, he who is in heaven. And do not be called teachers, for one is your teacher, the Christ. But he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. And whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Jesus doesn't mince any words here when speaking of the scribes and Pharisees. They were all about the show and didn't care so much if they were actually doing the will of God. Everything for them was about making themselves look good and wanting others to glorify them. They were not about the glory of God. They were about glory of self, and Jesus takes them to task about it. I did a small bit of research about phylacteries and borders of garments, and what I found was interesting. The Pharisees had taken the words of Deuteronomy 6, 4-9 literally. That passage told the children of Israel to bind the words of God as a sign on their hands and as frontlets between their eyes. The word as here is indicative that this is figurative. They are merely supposed to keep the word of God in their hearts and remember them always, but the Pharisees took it literally. The phylacteries mentioned in Matthew 23 were leather boxes wherein were strips of parchment with the words of God written on them. Then, these leather boxes were literally bound to their hands and heads with leather strips. And the bigger the phylactery, the better, because it was all for show. The borders of the garments were squares of cloth with tassels on the corners. They took this from Numbers 15. And just like with the phylacteries, the bigger the tassels and the fancier the garment, the better. Jesus went on in Matthew 23 to give eight woes to the scribes and Pharisees, speaking to them of exactly how they have been acting. We are going to split this up into two podcasts. We will go over the first four woes today, and we'll pick up with the last four woes next week. Let's look now at verse 13 at the first woe. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men, for you neither go in yourselves, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. Jesus first calls the scribes and Pharisees hypocrites. They act like they are so religious, but they do not want to go into the temple to actually learn what God would have them to do. They just want to follow the traditions of their fathers and their own perversions. They are like a mob at a doorway that refuses to enter but also won't let others enter. Verse 14. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayers. Therefore you will receive greater condemnation. 
Again, Jesus takes the scribes and Pharisees to task because they are interested in acquiring as much as possible, even through the suffering of others. They profited off of the poor. They also pretend to be religious by their long prayers. These attitudes are wrong, and Jesus tells them they will receive greater condemnation for them. Verse 15. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you travel land and sea to win one proselyte, and when he is one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourselves. They wanted converts, and they would go to extreme lengths to convert just one, but then the convert would end up even worse than the converter, because the converter also did not know or care about the truth. It created a terrible spiral that the scribes and Pharisees were completely uninterested in fixing. Verses 16 through 22. And this is all one woe, and we're going to kind of talk about a lot of this um, after we read it. Verse 16. Woe to you, blind guides, who say, Whoever swears by the temple, it is nothing. But whoever swears by the gold of the temple, he is obliged to perform it. Fools and blind, for which is greater, the gold or the temple that sanctifies the gold? And whoever swears by the altar, it is nothing. But whoever swears by the gift that is on it, he is obliged to perform it. Fools and blind, for which is greater, the gift or the altar that sanctifies the gift? Therefore, he who swears by the altar swears by it, and by all things on it. He who swears by the temple swears by it, and by him who dwells in it. And he who swears by heaven swears by the throne of God, and by him who sits on it. Jesus' accusations toward the scribes and Pharisees start elevating even more now. Instead of saying they are hypocrites, he has now told them that they are fools and blind. The laws are right in front of them, but they choose not to see. They chose to be hypocrites, fools, and blind. How sad for them that they wouldn't see past their own delusions to listen to the Son of God. This passage may seem a bit confusing. What is Jesus talking about with all of this swearing on this object and that object? Well, it is confusing because it doesn't even make sense, which was Jesus' point. The scribes and Pharisees believed that you could swear on the temple, but it wasn't binding. If you swore on the gold on the temple, that was binding. If you swore on the altar, not binding. Swearing on the gift on the altar, binding. But Jesus tells them that you can't separate the gold and the temple. They are one and the same. You can't separate the altar and the gift. Again, one and the same. Furthermore, this goes for God, heaven, and the throne. You swear on one, you swear on all. But what does Jesus actually teach about swearing? Matthew 5:33-37 tells us not to swear at all, but to let your yes be yes and your no be no. It really is so important that we are Christians through and through. Our insides should reflect our outsides and vice versa. It doesn't matter how many lengthy prayers we say if we don't believe it. It doesn't matter how much good we do for others if we are only doing it to be seen by the people around us and to be glorified by them for it. Life is about bringing God glory, not ourselves. We unfortunately live in a time that everything is rewarded. If our kid goes to school every day, they are given an award. If we take a neighbor a batch of cookies, they shout us out on social media. And many of us live as though we are waiting for the next bout of praise. God condemns that attitude. He is the creator. 
He is the omnipotent one. He is the one that will reward us. We don't have to look for the praise of others. God has it taken care of. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And always remember to teach them diligently. And tune in next week to learn about the last four woes in Matthew 23. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. You can find out more about Bible Way Media at BibleWayMedia.org.